Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 90 of the Love Your People Well podcast. We have just wrapped up a July series, the Summertime in the Psalms series, and we're actually going to dive into another month-long series to kind of review the pillars of this podcast, but I would say more broadly than that, really the pillars of Christian family life. And so if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you've probably heard this before. You've heard me mention our our priorities of loving God, loving ourselves, loving our family, and loving others. And what we're going to do over the next few weeks is dive into each of these different topics. We are actually going to be replaying some Facebook Live events that we had inside the private Facebook group a few months back, digging into each of these areas. Now we we are going to break down loving your family into loving your husband, and then the following week we will have loving your kids, because obviously there's some overlap, but there's also a lot of differences. And so we are going to tackle five weeks of loving God, loving yourself, loving your husband, loving your kids, and loving others. It was a really fun event inside the private Facebook group. And so um, so I really thought, you know, why, why not share it? Why not get back to the foundations for all of us here on the podcast? Today is episode 90, which means we're gearing up for episode 100, which is just incredible. I mean, it's hard to wrap my brain around it. <laughs> And really, we've had more than 100 episodes because each week on Tuesday, we have the main episode. It's episode 90 today. And then on Friday, we have our Friday Faith follow-up, which I consider kind of a half episode. Like it's a follow-up on the same topic, diving into God's word or a specific resource or a specific example. And so, you know, technically, yeah, we're over 100. (laughs) But uh, the way that I'm organizing things, we are gearing up for episode 100. We're gearing up for the back to school season. And so it seemed like a really good time to refresh and reground ourselves as a community in what are our priorities? What are the pillars of healthy and holy family life and the pillars of the Love Your People Well podcast? So today we are jumping into three practical steps for loving God well. That is the first pillar, the first priority. We cannot ultimately love ourselves or our family or anybody else in the most effective way, in the best possible way, unless we are putting God first. And so today, my friends, we're putting God first. (laughs) And I will note before we dive into this recording from the Facebook Live, So, you know, the sound quality might be a little different or I might reference some things. Uh, We were doing like an anniversary celebration because this was part of the Facebook group at our one year anniversary celebration of the podcast. So I might reference a few things that you're like, uh, that's not current. Um, You know, that's fine. I don't think it will be confusing to anyone. But I will also note that I am recording this intro in advance because on August 4th, if not before, I'm having a baby, my friends. Please be praying with me if you're listening to this in real time, because within the next few days, if it hasn't happened already, there will be a new little guy joining our family, and I'm super excited about that. But that does mean, of course, you gotta do a little prep, a little planning in advance. So don't be surprised over this month 
if you're in the Facebook group or you follow me on Instagram and you're like, uh, Jessica, didn't you have a baby? Why are you not talking about that on the podcast? Well, that's because when I'm recording this, he's not here yet. He's kicking. He's wiggling. He's making his presence known. But I don't yet have the sleepless nights, the middle of the night nursing, all the chaos, all the lovely chaos that comes with having a newborn. And so just know that it's going on in the background. Um, if you're listening to this in real time, he's here, but I don't have any stories yet because he's also not here when I'm actually recording this. So I am excited. I hope that you will get a lot from this kind of recap, this foundational episode around how do we practically in real life when life is busy and hectic and there's a thousand things going on, what practical steps can we take to love God well? So my friends, let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Hey, everybody. I am so excited that you are here. We are here at night one of our one year anniversary celebration of the Love Your People Well podcast. And I mean, that's a big deal, y'all. One year. Remember your one year wedding anniversary? And it's just, oh, it's so magical. (laughs) This is not quite like that because it's a podcast and not a marriage. But um, it's a lot of work. And it's a lot of ministry and the Lord is using it. And so praise be to God, we are going to celebrate one year of the podcast. And every night this week, we're going to be having a Facebook Live event to walk through the pillars of this podcast and specifically what are practical action steps that we can take, even when life is crazy and busy and overwhelming, to live out the pillars of this podcast. So tonight we're talking about loving God well, tomorrow will be love yourself well, then we'll hit on loving your husband, loving your kids, and then loving others well. Practical tips and biblical encouragement in each of those categories. So I'm really excited that you're here. Obviously, if you can't join live, that's totally fine. Um, Hop on. I will be pinning it at the top of the post or at the top of the group page every day. So you can go back and watch whenever you want and, and be encouraged and maybe even a little bit challenged. With all that in mind, let's dive in to three practical steps we can take. I not could take. We should take to love God well, even in the middle of crazy, busy, chaotic family life. (laughs) And, um, and each night this week, my goal is to keep it short and sweet. (laughs) Yes, we want to be encouraged. But let's be honest, nobody wants to sit here for an hour and go into all this detail. We want to know what should we do? How do we do it? So that's where we're heading with this little series throughout the course of this week. So tonight, we're gonna jump into the topic of loving God well. And that is the first pillar of the podcast because it is foundational to everything that we talk about and everything that we are, everything we're trying to be. 
We're trying to have wonderful marriages, have great relationships with our kids, have deep and intentional and fun family life. We're trying to take care of ourselves and our home. And I mean, life is busy and it can be really easy to start taking God for granted. It can be really easy to start losing track of the habits and routines, the spiritual habits and routines that have grown us over the years. And my goal is that with our conversation today, that won't happen. (laughs) So we're going to highlight three practical steps that we have to take that are realistic to take. Honestly, they are realistic, even when life is totally busy. So let's jump in. The first one is that we need to invest in our relationship with the Lord. And I want you to think about this just like you would any other relationship. If you want to have a great marriage, you have to invest in your marriage. If you want to have a close relationship with your kids, you have to invest in that relationship. And how do we do that? We spend time together. We ask them questions. We share about ourselves, our lives, our thoughts, our ideas. We encourage and compliment and teach We do all of these things with the people we see face to face, and sometimes we forget to do them with the Lord. But it's the same way that we invest in our relationship with him. And there is a specific scripture verse that I think we need to focus on here. There's a ton in the Bible, of course, about our relationship with the Lord, with the whole Trinity, with God, uh, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But one that I find particularly helpful when I think about how does my relationship with the Lord impact my family life? Because sometimes that feels bigger or more powerful because it's in front of me or I'm having conflict or whatever it is. And this verse comes from the Gospel of John chapter 15. So Jesus is talking with his disciples right before he's going to the cross and he's going to die and then of course be resurrected. Oh, sneak peek. This is chapter 15 verse 4. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. And I think this really helps me because I want to bear fruit in my life. I want to bear fruit in my family life, in my marriage, with my kids, with my involvement at my church. I want to bear fruit. And That fruit will not, it won't happen, it won't be meaningful, it won't be holy unless I remain in Jesus. And the same is true for you, my friend. So we need to, first and foremost, to love God well in the busyness of life, we need to invest in that relationship, just like we do every other relationship. That means setting aside time, concrete time to be with him as well as making him a part of our whole day, talking to him, asking questions, sharing observations, um, all the little things that come out during the day, we need to be sharing that with the Lord. And this takes us to our second point, which is to love the Lord well, we need to obey what he tells us to do. And the Bible is full (laughs) of of commands. Sometimes it's direct commands. Um, Many times it's encouragement and reminders about the new life that we have in Christ, the new creation that we are. And when we are investing in this relationship with the Lord, 
you're not investing if you're not listening. (laughs) And when you listen, he will speak. He's speaking all the time in the Bible. It is alive and active and still true for us today. And of course, he speaks to each of us in more individual and specific ways as we pray, as we listen to the Holy Spirit within us. And listening is all fine and good, but it doesn't really matter until we obey what it is that we hear from him. And one of my all-time favorite verses that reminds me of this is from uh, the letter to James or the letter from James. In chapter 1, verse 22, it says, do not merely listen to the word. Don't merely listen to God, talk to God, think that you're hearing God. And so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. And again, if we think about our marriage, this might be really obvious. If my husband tells me, you know, I need you to get milk when you go to the grocery store, or he tells me I'm going to be home late on Thursday, could you handle cooking dinner? Or he tells me I'm really stressed out at work and I need some prayer, I need some help. Any of these things, if he tells me that and I smile and nod and say, "Uh uh-huh, oh yeah, totally, sure. And then I don't do anything. I don't make dinner. I don't get the milk. I don't pray for him or help him or whatever it is that came up. I'm deceiving myself. I'm thinking I'm listening and investing in that relationship. But unless I actually obey now that looks a little different with the Lord than when they're husband. But if I agree to something or I, he's asking me for something, unless I'm following through, the relationship is not going to be there. We cannot love God well unless we are trying to and seeking to do what he says. And many times that's where our trust and our faith grows. Because when we obey, when it's really difficult and we don't understand and maybe it doesn't make sense to us, we get to see him be faithful. We get to see him and experience him be strong on our behalf or bring comfort when we need it desperately. And when he is faithful, which he always is, that grows our strength, grows and strengthens our faith. It's not going to happen unless we obey. And then the third piece, oh, that we so desperately need to lean on as moms when life is crazy, is that we need to rely on God's grace. Now, how does this look with that, that combo of like, we need to obey his word and we need to lean on his grace, trust in his grace. It means we're trying We're listening to what he says. We're doing it to the best of our ability. We're asking him for wisdom. We're inviting him into the process. But we're not trusting that to save us. And I think about this a lot with my kids. I can do and say all the right things, which I don't, but I could theoretically have the perfect rules in the house and just the right consequences and give encouragement and be thankful with them and celebrate with them. I can do all these wonderful things. But that does not, I mean, they're not robots. That doesn't automatically create a great relationship or an obedient child or whatever it is. And it's similar with the Lord. I can try to do all the things he wants me to do, to be kind and compassionate and to share the gospel with people and um, to be obedient to all the things that he calls me to do. But those things 
will not create my salvation or even a relationship with him. Ultimately, I'm not going to do it perfectly. And neither are you. Our kids aren't. Our husband isn't. No one can do this life perfectly except for Jesus. And that's why we lean on the grace that Jesus offers. And a scripture verse that I would encourage you to turn to here is in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 9, which reminds us, it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. Maybe the boasting part really speaks to me here because on those days when mom life is really going well, like I really feel like I'm crushing it. I'm getting stuff off the to-do list. I've connected with my kids. The house is actually clean. Like things are happening. It can be easy to, to boast in my own organizational skills or the planning that I did or whatever. No, no, that, that might be minimally helpful. And if so, it's because it's a gift of God that I have organizational skills or whatever it is. I am crushing it on that day through God's grace. And I'm surviving on the other days through God's grace. And so when we think about this goal of loving God well, even in the crazy busyness of real life with a family and trying to do all the things, we need to invest in that relationship with him obey his word and what he's telling us and we need to rely on his grace turn to him when we mess up accept his gift of forgiveness extend that grace then to the people around us because that honors him it's telling the world and showing the world i trust the grace of my god enough that i'm going to show grace to you person on the street next to me, child in the booster seat in front of me, friend on the telephone with me, whoever it is. We trust his grace enough to lean on it and to then share it with others. So I hope, friends, that these three practical steps are helpful and encouraging. (laughs) Um, Feel free to go back and look up those scriptures. That was John 15 verse 4. James 1 and Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 and and really it, it comes back to doing it living it out talking with God investing in that relationship doing what he wants you to do and relying on his grace that's all I've got for tonight we will be back tomorrow to talk about loving yourself well and some really practical takeaway tangible tips for how do we do that when life is totally crazy and totally busy. Uh, But until then, my friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon. Hey friend, before you go, if this episode was helpful or encouraging for you, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It not only encourages me, it helps other women connect with this community. And you know what else? You have a chance right now to love your friends well. Copy the link to this episode and send it in a text to someone who you know needs to hear today's conversation. Or just take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Love Your People Well.